like sucking. Welcome back to Legit Bat. I'm Joe. Jen's here, aka Laser Tits, and Ben is also here, also known as Piss Flaps. And Lene is joining us again for the first time in a while. Hang on. There we go. Um, I don't do enough plugs for sponsors, so uh, Pure Pet Wellness. That's He's been a sponsor for quite a while, and he has a promo code links in the description and all that uh you can also support the show by uh sending us all your hate mail we love that or you can just leave a review that's always fun too uh other than that i think we have nothing else our guest tonight was recommended by the one and only deplorable janet from deplorable nation and i looked on your instagram and realized you already followed us so i'm like oh okay well we got to connect now um she so it's called Unfiltered Rises, her podcast, but her main thing that stuck out to me, and this is not to rag on Mormons, but a little bit, <laughs> um, she used to be in what she calls the Mormon cult. And if you know anything about Mormonism, this is what I know. Some dude found some plates and that only he could read, and then people believed him, and here we are. Is that a rough estimation of what happened? I think there was a lot of culty more stuff, but I think angels came down and he kind of channeled it like John D. But they'll tell you the other part. They'll tell you that story. <laughs> what you What's, said. What else? Oh, okay. So there was angels. Yeah, they'll involved. tell you okay. the good part. Yeah, there really well, that was. That makes it more involved. legit. It makes it more legit if there's angels <laughs> yeah. involved. Every, yeah, it's like every, every religion has religion. A, yeah, yes. <laughs> everyone has a weird story. There's no religion that's like, well, one day we just sat down and said, how can we control the masses? And then we wrote this book. No, you got to have a good There's backstory. Gotta be you got to sell it. You got to have a backstory yes. so that everybody believes it. And the weird thing is that uh, I have a couple Mormon friends. I don't think they listen to the show. If they do, sorry. Um, but it's it's kind of weird that's because what I they say follow everyone. <laughs> yeah, they follow the Bible kind of, but then there's the Book of Mormon, which is what an addendum to the Bible, and that's the magic plates. Yeah, and it's also um, completely unbiblical to do that. In Galatians, it says even yeah. if another angel comes down and gives you another book with my name, it's a lie, and you should kill them. So that's the problem. <laughs> well, it but... also says if you add <laughs> if you add unto the word of God, you will be added onto the plagues that are written in this book. And if you take away from it, that's the part in heaven that will be taken away from you. So it's like, so Joseph Smith, sir. Um, the next time you get a download from God, go ahead and put it in your spam file because you fucked up people. <laughs> Definitely. Angel spam. Definitely. And I live in the midst of Colt City because I'm in Utah. Oh, shit. Oh, I yeah. Live... Yeah. So we, I, we were talking not about to get that. Murdered. <laughs> we were talking about that, actually. We were, we were wondering what number of wife you were at one point. Two or well, eight? <laughs> actually, actually, I wasn't. But guess what? I do have a story with that. My brother-in-law is Warren Jeff's nephew. Who's that? The Warren Jeffs. Um, the he's the leader of the polygamous church that went to prison for doing it with twelve year olds. Oh, okay. I saw a documentary <laughs> on that. Actually, I, I promptly wiped yep. his name from my memory. Yep. But yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's um so actually double related to him because they get intermarried. So Rulon Jeffs is like his grandpa, his dad, and so the nephew is him. But also, he married the dad's granddaughter from a different wife. 
Well, I imagine everybody yeah. in Utah is kind of related in, to some degree, right? <laughs> I'm now. assuming we all look the same. Yeah. Because they keep it white and delightsome. <laughs> well, you're all white, so... <laughs> Yeah. White and delightsome. Don't forget that part. Yes. Yeah. So That's how did what it you, says in the Book of Mormon. <laughs> were you grandfathered into this? Did you choose to join it? Like what? No, no, I didn't. I don't think I would definitely choose if I knew all the things I knew now. So I, I was born into the church. I was a member for 34 years. My grandparents um, were Mormon settlers. They were polygamists. Um, they settled this area. Even my DNA test for Ancestry.com says, Mormon, Utah settler. I can't, I can't even get away from it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just screwed. I don't know. Should 92% I, just, Mormon. Yep. And then 8% Nephilim. Yeah. No, just, oh, yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> are, are you arch negative? No, no. My grandma was okay. though. And I have green eyes. Yeah. So, you know, one of those. So things. then I am five, are, nine. <laughs> holy shit. Calling it everybody else on the screen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you were then, so then you were just born into this household being raised under this. Yeah. So what was tell us what that was like. And then I kind of want to hear sure. when the when the first red flag started popping up. <laughs> no, my red flags were slow, man. The, the, it didn't pop at all. It was kind of like it was a slow whisper in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was and then somebody had to slap me with the flag. And then I was like, oh, right. Right. OK. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. My husband. Um, so good for him. And we weren't married. Yeah. We weren't married then. He was just like, basically, if you want to go that way, like we can't date anymore because that's a cult and it's weird, even though my parents are in it. He's he was still the same way and oh he's you're a such a sinner so, yes yes we we went down Aren't that road and he was like <laughs> yes so much fun no <laughs> um so according to mormons i sin a lot more than normal because well i mean if you drink coffee, coffee you're going to hell yeah i mean <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but they own coke so coca-cola and they just can't drink it they drink it no oh. that's not true so there's a little joke. It says, how do you tell the difference between a good Mormon and a bad Mormon? The temperature of their caffeine. They can drink yeah. Coke. They drink uh, th that is funny because one of my coworkers actually was pounding monsters one day. And I was asking if he wanted coffee. And he's like, oh, no, we can't drink coffee. I'm like, but you can drink that poison. Gotcha. Yes. Right, that makes a lot lots of sense, of Joseph Smith. Great job. Yeah, lots of poison. I think his wife actually what may have happened with that is back in the day, uh, they would do the priesthood meetings at her house and they were spitting tobacco on the floor. And also think about what you would serve if um, somebody comes to your house, you would serve coffee or tea. And so I think she was like, I'm sick of your friends. Stop having them spit on my floor, you asshole, or we're getting a divorce. And so That's I think fair. he was like, he was like, God told me no more of that. No more spitting tobacco, no more tobacco, no more coffee and tea. So what he meant by God was his wife. <laughs> yeah. He puts his antenna up and he's like, hold on, uh, yep. I, I need to get a download right now. So actually, he is a prophet, seer, and revelator. So they actually really do believe this. Um, they right. actually believe he gets direct downloads from God, as do each Mormon president that followed. My favorite one that got downloads is Brigham Young, because he got downloads like this. If you love your neighbor, you should help them. If they need help one day, you should go help them. And if they sin, you should help kill them. Love your neighbor enough to kill them. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's. <laughs> wow. But it's not a cult. Don't worry. Well, okay. I don't disagree. <laughs> I was just about to say, off. The... Thank you, Joe. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say is outside of the cult, I can't argue with him. I mean, yeah, it's salvation. You've got to put kinda... it from ear to ear. Yeah. It's kind of the thing where, you know, you, you, you don't 
believe you don't condone domestic violence, but you're like, I get it. I mean, I, I get the reason yeah. behind it, but I don't, I wouldn't right. do it. I, yeah. I mean, did you have to participate in any murders in the church? I mean, did you? No, no. No murders for me. You can't it, say that on here. Is, yeah. Save it for later. <laughs> yeah. No, but I did do all crimes. the weird culty um, temple, temple stuff, which the OTO does the same thing. So I've been on New York Patriot and they do this like and he's like, you do the same things as we do. Like, that's one of the oaths we take. It's a blood oath. They don't do it anymore because it's all political now. Was there any and connection? God between... had a revelation. <laughs> Was don't there do any connection anymore. between uh, Smith or Brigham Young with OTO or anything else like that? So, OK, I'll tell you the the little story, what they say, and then I'll tell you what I think. And okay. I have pretty good backing for it, I feel like. So um, Joseph Smith was 14. He didn't know what church to join. He went out, read the scripture. If you uh, need information, ask for it, you know, go pray about it. So he did. And then he said he was engulfed and kind of passed out and saw God, the father and the son appearing to him as a 14 year old boy and told him, don't join any church because you're going to make your own. And I'm going to show you where these magical plates are. And this Angel Moroni, who actually is a white Native American, figure that out. Anyway, he's white and delights him because that's how you have to be to be Mormon. He appeared to him and showed him, you got to go dig up these plates, but don't worry, they're in your backyard. They're not far because he has a bum leg. So um, that is convenient. Decided, Thanks, yeah. God or Angel. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes every year for a few years and he can't he can't get the plates and then one time a toad punched him in the face it like was an angel toad and this is real you're gonna hear about this guy was high as balls it it is not yeah (laughs) no and so the salamander stories are fake but the toad was real and i i have a little theory on that too but anyway whatever eventually he gets the plates they show us like he's dressed in a white shirt, like a peasant shirt, and it's all white and delightsome and beautiful sun shining in the background. Okay, that's his the church's basic story. Um, the real story is actually well documented because Joseph Smith was a treasure digger and he sucked. And so he ended up in court. And funny enough, you know, affidavits just don't go away. So there was his neighbor. His name was Willard Chase, and he submitted an affidavit about how he heard about he got the plates. It was on the fall equinox in the middle of the night. He had to borrow a black horse, dress all in black, and go to the hill and visit this angel that was scary. No one else could go with him. And he did that with his accompanying Jupiter talisman and his Mars sigil knife and brought all that with him and got these plates. And then he went with his wife, Emma, and they had a baby nine months later, and it was severely deformed, lived for like a couple minutes, and then they named it his dead brother's name. That's what well, really was happened. his wife also his sister. <laughs> no. Oh, not that nope, we know of. But not that we know of. But he was not well liked. Um, there's multiple accounts like from this whole treasure digging business and this court case that he had been doing like slitting black sheep's throats and doing like magic circles and having it bleed all over the place. And I have some fun little pictures if we want to go there, but of the talisman yeah, we can. all that. Yeah. No, so that's funny so, because that sounds very, very occult, but so does the Old Testament. So, hey, whatever. <laughs> I mean, he, he's borrowing from here and there. Um, what so is there any documentation or pictures or anything of these plates or of like the the symbols oh, wait, or whatever he let fucking me tell decoded? you the yeah. Let, well, actually, I do have the symbols and I can tell you the story behind those that I think happened. Um, if you believe in fallen angels, 
Um, I think the story was more likely to go like this. Um, every religion, as she mentioned, comes from something like this. But every religion that has a cost is usually Faustian in nature. And so you go to John D. John D. channeled a bunch of angels. So did Joseph Smith, up to 24. Crowley. Yes. And John D. made some religions. What did the Knights Templar do? It went out. It became many religions. And so John D. is the father of the occult to me. Crowley is a knockoff. He stole John D.'s work, mixed it with a bunch of other fun stuff. He and was just he a rich asshole. Channel. He was. He was a douchebag. Yeah, he, he knew a lot, but he channeled as well. He channeled AWAS. And what did AWAS do? AWAS came down. He wouldn't have accepted an angel of light. So it came down as an alien, told him to write a book, and it became Thelema. We can go to Muhammad. Muhammad channeled some angels. He fell down in fits. He saw Gabriel, told him to write a book, and he did. We go to Jack Parsons, and him and L. Ron Hubbard out in the desert doing some butt stuff, channeled some angels, wrote a book. It became a religion. So none I mean, of this is new. <laughs> no, and M Moses, I mean, he channeled some shit, and here we go with the first five books of the Old Testament. So, I mean, it's a same the, the only story. The only part about Moses is, is it didn't have the sex part. Like Muhammad was polygamy. Not uh, that he said. You know, Joseph Smith. Not that we know. Yeah, Joseph's was polygamy. Uh, let's see. Who else did I mention? Oh, Thelema's everything. Jack Parsons is butt stuff. Like it's all. And stuff. John D was wife swapping, and he actually raised Edward Kelly's son until the day he died. So, what was the the time frame on this? <laughs> I'm I'm rusty on my Mormon. So when when did he find the plates, and when did this become a a thing? It's just oh, in the last boy. hundred years, right? It's new. Yeah, it's a newer yeah. religion. I actually have to Google that because I don't know. I think that's. I know for me when it started. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put I'm, Mormon. I'm pretty sure it was in the started. 1900s, wasn't it? Or maybe it's, late 1800s. It's 1830. So Joseph oh, okay. Smith was oh. in 1830. So and he was martyred. And so again, when anybody's martyred, it's right. going to continue. I mean, and he was a Mason. He was uh, he went the first time to go get his masonry. They denied him. He went to another place. And by the second day, he was raised to a level of master Mason. That doesn't happen. Huh. I no. talked to paranoid American. He says it's not. It's not a thing unless they're really into some stuff. And when I show you there was some works when he channeled, he would take a peep stone, put it into a hat, put his head in the hat and completely darken out all the light. And then he would yell out these symbols to his scribe. Well, John D did the same thing in reverse. John D didn't do the channeling, but there was, and I have like a copy of John D's Enochian alphabet right next to Joseph Smith's symbols. He called them uh, Egyptian, reformed Egyptian. And they're almost identical. It's really hard not to think that something didn't happen there. I mean, hmm. I think it was more than mushrooms, but I'm pretty much the only one that maybe thinks that so i don't so, know so so is there actual pictures like do we have pictures yep. or like the actual yep. the actual um, plates the tablets? plates no because conveniently enough the angel that came um needed them back oh i mean <laughs> they were on loan so don't you know yeah okay you get a late fee if you up. don't give them back to the angel in time <laughs> yeah so you're the, gonna get in trouble the <laughs> shitty treasure hunter had to put the treasure back <laughs> he had to give them back I mean, it was a whole thing, right? You have to do the things. Okay. So, and also this is a nice little excerpt. This is from his mother, Lucy Max Smith. Um, they say in the bottom of this, it decodes it because her handwriting is fun. Let not my reader suppose that because I shall uh, pursue another topic for a season that we stopped our labor and went at trying to win the faculty of a brack drawing magic circles, soothsaying to the neglect of all kinds of business. Okay. So anyway, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure their God and Mormons are not probably cued into this is this guy right here, Abraxas, the chicken snake God. It, it isn't and that funny she, that how Abrax yeah. sounds like the beginning of Abracadabra too, which is also mm -hmm. a Crowley. And, well, I think it was Abracadabra was from the else. house of Abrac. Mm -hmm. Nope, it's, okay. it's actually derived from that. And so uh, Abraxas is their main God. This is kind of a representation of what the neighbor saw and um, showed an affidavit of. Willard Chase is his name. You can look up that affidavit online. And for the audio um, this, listeners, it looks like a little uh, circle they're digging out in the backyard with some symbols around it, it looks like. And it's just a, a drawing, yeah. but yeah. And they had um, done that with a sword, a magical sword, and all these things. They're treasure digging with it. So um, they were well-known treasure diggers. This is a treasure bag, and this is something that I bet the church wished they could destroy. The mainstream church can't get a hold of this bag because it doesn't belong to them. There is some parchments in here, and this is what led me to John D. In these uh, treasure bags, they say they're the brothers, Hiram, but he wasn't the treasure digger. This is one of them. Very Enochian. It's called the Holiness to the Lord Parchment. This is uh, all symboled out so that you can see it better. The actual one looks like less nice. This is also one with all the you know, description at the bottom of what it means. And um, when I spoke to New York Patriot and Paranoid American both, they say these are like protection sigils. Oftentimes, uh, so did Zertus. He said these are things sometimes you would see when people need protection and then you'd burn them. This is the actual copy. These are the only pictures of them known because uh, it's a private, it's a private owner. He doesn't want to release them because probably the church wants to kill him. I don't know. And this is another one. This is called the Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah parchment. This is another sigil calling out for specific angels. The one in the lower bottom is how I found John D. This angel has only been mentioned one other time by one other person on the internet. And the bottom right? Uh, my right. So maybe your left across from the star. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. looks like a child's drawing. Yeah. And it's actually a symbol for a specific uh, angel. So Jubilidance hmm. uh, that he was calling down for specific help. And then the Baphomet here, Joseph Smith Sr. and Joseph Smith Jr. were inherited by Hiram's family after Joseph and Hiram's death in 1844. This parchment is the property of a private collector. These are the only photographs available. So this is the third and final parchment that's in the treasure bag. Now, Hiram was not a treasure digger. Only his brother was. Hiram actually was in college and um, pretty learned. He went to the Indian school inside of Dartmouth. And so they always want to play off that he was a dumb farm boy. Yeah, okay. His brother's at Dartmouth the whole time. He's sick, so I don't buy it. He had access to many books, one of which I believe was the Kabbalah, and the other was the Magus. I'm assuming his mother is first generation Scottish. So, so based it all on all the real quick, well. based on all the information that you're giving us, it definitely then would seem that this was very well thought out. He did not make this up as he went along, but he was whatever the poster child or deliverer of this scheme. If he's all of a sudden a master mason, he's into all these things, his brother's at Dartmouth. Is that kind of right? Like they, somebody or he planned this? Well, I do believe that maybe less planning, more channeling and some inspiration. Um, I will get to the inspiration on that because I think it's pretty, pretty fitting. Um, I'll go through these slides really quick and then we'll talk about uh, Lumen Walters. And he's very important. Lumen like Lightbringer, which I think is hilarious. But anyway, we'll get to old Lumen. I think he did give Joseph some pointers. <laughs> also happened to be his future wife's uh, cousin. So that's kind of fun. Nah, Jupiter Talisman. 
Mm -hmm. Jupiter talisman they can't deny because Emma wanted it back and she said that is my husband's I need that property back so it has been confirmed that it definitely was his um, if you know anything about talismans they're supposed to trap you know demon spirits whatever inside of them to help you and protect you and all these things so um, it just has a little brief description in there about how she wanted it back and that this talisman comes directly from the Magus which was a magical book uh, by Francis Barrett and it was published in 1801. So he had definitely probably ability to have access to that with his brother away at college at Dartmouth. So this is also uh, belonging to the Joseph Smith family. It's a sigil knife. Uh, it's also got Adonite and Scorpio and the intelligence of Mars seal on it. I did verify with New York Patriot that these are mostly OTO type uh, things that you have to have a cup, a dagger, certain things like that for, you know, like different it's the same thing with uh wicca too the the dagger in the cup it's the great right it's the uh what we talked to uh, talked to andy about in the last episode the poles and holes like it's it's just exactly it's all a fucking <laughs> vagina and dick thing it's weird yep yep lots of dicks in this one for sure it's very patriarchal. do they drink their own jizz <laughs> i i don't want to know if they do but not that i know of <laughs> no they just drink their cousins jizz anyway sorry keep going i mean probably you know they they all intermarried back in the day, right? <laughs> so they probably back in the day. Joe, you know what I think is really interesting? Just on, on the last slide in this one, he's got a knife with the seal of Mars, but it has the Hebrew letters for Adonai, and it made me think of that Paul Wallace thing where every different name in his research is actually a a different entity, and it made me yep. think like, well, okay, that makes more sense because. If the God that we were always taught in the Bible growing up was actually just one entity that then they put into a monotheistic version. El it's like, Shaddai. El Shaddai. Adonai, yeah. yeah, it's like now you have Adonai popping up. And I wonder what the real story is behind that, that it would be on a knife with the seal of Mars. From what I heard, Adonai just means it's Hebrew for like my Lord or something like that. But I mean, it could be attributed to a specific entity, I guess, too. I don't know. Am I off on that, Heidi? Well, and Abraxas is considered the god of all gods, and so they also call him Lord. He is above all others, like he's the the top of the Elohim in Gnostic lore, so could be that. Hmm. We have no proof, but I definitely think that it was, you know, a lot of, of that with this whole thing points to Abraxas for me anyway. I mean, so much of this is so much wordplay and translation in different languages, mm -hmm. and it's hard hard to nail down, like, exactly what that was I yeah mean, well sure and scholars would say they could yeah even william ramsey was like uh i did a show with him not maybe two weeks ago and he said the same thing he was he studied the same occult books as i have and and he definitely feels like this is definitely occult nature as well i mean there's a it lot of seems research pretty occulty and culty Definitely. Colty Occulty. This is him, a yeah. uh, little representation of his uh, way he channeled with the top hat. Recently, the president of the church that's the president now did um, try on that top hat and uh, took some pictures with it. You can look that up. And I think it's interesting that that current president, President Nelson, is a physician and he is a member of the Allen Key and the Skull and Bones. So that's hmm. fun. Um, but it's not Colty at all. Big club and you ain't in it. <laughs> I used to be in it, but I'm out. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, they can keep that. This is the seer stone that he loved. He liked the brown one the most. Um, he kind of stole it from his neighbor, 
they were uh, treasure digging and like over digging for a well at his house and they found this stone. She also had a peep stone, the lady that owned the property. And he was always trying to say like, let me borrow your peep stone. I can see things too, blah, blah, blah. And she was always like, nah, get your own. So when he found this, he was not going to give it back. So I heard you and... say that earlier, the peep stone. Is there a difference between a peep stone and a seer stone? Stone. No, no, exactly okay. the same. Yep, interchangeable. And so he used to say he could definitely channel things and see things in it. He had multiple ones. This is a sandy colored one. He would look through this one instead of at it. These that are the fun Mormon underwear. That's so weird. So before we move on to this amazing underwear that I'm going to analyze real quick, uh, <laughs> the seer stone thing, the the a rock with a hole in it, that's also a, a witchcraft thing. Yeah, I mean, that's yep. that's in like Harry Potter, I think, and stuff like that, where a witch's stone, if you find a rock with a hole in it, it's, you're supposed to be able to see into other dimensions or something with it. So, yeah, another, I definitely. Yeah. Yep. Another occult one. Yeah, he was very into they want to say he wasn't and they've really distanced themselves from all this. Um, but I think it's hilarious that it didn't end up in their vault that they have. They have a huge vault that contains all the secrets. So Ooh. maybe there's a basilisk in there too. It's like probably in the Vatican. It's underneath the temple. There's tunnels um, everywhere in Salt Lake. I did a whole show Jew on that. tunnels? Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe not mattresses, but yeah, basically. <laughs> they connect the temple to a whole underground uh, series of tunnels. So they say they use it for the prophet to be safe. So in, at no That's point fun. in popular, you know, culture or science fiction or anything has people that have tunnels under their facilities been a good thing. Never <laughs> has that been like, oh, these guys are doing good. Totally. Things on the they have all these up. tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. Not not a problem. <laughs> these are the underwear you get when you uh, go to the temple and become a member that's a temple member. Um, they have marks on them. Right. I mean, the rest of your life, you get to look like grandma. It's pretty cool. cute. But Did you have you one of these oh, yes. lovely garments? They were oh, right. they definitely no. <laughs> I definitely burned mine. I wanted nothing more to do with channeling uh things into my private areas because they're on your nipples <laughs> and then on your belly button. So all these little openings, not on the crotch that I know of, but who only knows what they tell us, and then on the knee. So they have a little mark, they're all Masonic, uh, the compass square marks. And they used to slice these into people's garments and you would go home and sew them up, therefore creating the mark. But too many people were getting scars on their knees. And once again, Emma was like, I am not doing that. I am not slicing up my knee. That's ugly and I don't want a scar. So she said, why don't we just uh, change that a little bit and try and have Marty on there? So, so. is this current like Mormons wear mm -hmm. these underwears? Yes. Yes. Sir. All the time. Yep. Mitt Romney. Yes. Okay. So there's only a couple times you can take them off. Um, to wash them, of course, you Gross. have many pairs of these. <laughs> yes, many pairs of them, just like underwear. You change them every day. Hopefully, people do. Um, but they are about $40 a pair, and only the church can make them because only the church can solidify all the blessings into them. And you have to present your current, like how I still technically am a member and technically went through the temple. I'm not current and couldn't go to the store to get them today. Um, you have a digital card that they scan to make sure that you're on the up and up, paying oh your 10% tithing. Oh, yeah. All the oh, things wow. to get these underwear. And you can't do anything without they them because you're not going to get the blessings. tithes like that? Oh, let me explain about your tithing. There's a thing called tithe. Yes. Wow. Tithing settlement happens um, right after you get your W-2s and they check exactly how much you paid to how exactly how much you made gross. And if you don't 
mesh out, you get to go be, I was a janitor once for the church for six weeks, scrub toilets and yep, you got to do that. So, wow. Uh, that is culty. Yep. It's yep. not just culty, it's straight up greedy. And they'll also tell you if you can't afford your tithing, if you go to the bishop and say, I'm really poor this month, I don't have enough money to eat and pay my tithing. They own their own complete food processing places and they will give you free food while you give them their the money. So they then get your money free and tax exempt and give you a donation free and tax exempt. And so therefore they come out double ahead. Wow. Real quick, I got I, I do have a question for you too, based on this of course. slide. Um, I thought I didn't know. Forgive my ignorance. Latter-day Saints, Mormons, those are two different things, though, right? Nope. Nope. Latter-day Saints and Mormons are the same thing. But um, Mormon was kind of what we always called ourselves. I say our a lot because I was a Mormon. I speak about it for so much of the You're time. You're traumatized. It's okay. Yeah, you I'm traumatized. PTSD. Exactly. Yes, I definitely do. So um, I say our, forgive that, I'm out. But yes, um, LDS became a big thing. They no longer wanted to be associated with the word Mormon. And so that became a campaign about seven years ago. And so they do this little stuff all the time to like reinvent themselves so mm -hmm. that maybe you'll open the door for the door knockers with the LDS. It's like a corporation rebranding because they yes. had a, a, a thing that happened and they got to cover mm -hmm. it up. So they're like, mm -hmm. oh, actually now we're this and it's under new management. <laughs> we're we still making a, all the money. We got new underwear. They're silkier. <laughs> I don't know. I can't yeah, believe it was a solid onesie until 1975. My grandparents still wore these until they died. Um, Like you could choose. They still make them as a one piece. And that's why it says 1923 to present the FLDS, the fundamentalists or the fundies, as we like to call them, the polygamous people still wear the full suit, including would, the women. I'm thinking if I'm joining a cult like this, I'm going with the onesie. As long as, long yeah. as it has a, a, a poop patch in the back. It has the poop patch. Oh, okay. yes. I'm in. Yeah. Got bare bums in the back. <laughs> and now time for your friendly ad break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> so do you only take these off when you shower? So you have to um, never let them touch the ground. You take them Jeez. off when you shower, when you go to the gym, when you go swimming, or when you're making more Mormons, which if you're a Mormon, should be a lot. I'm sorry, but so. I agree with Joe. If I'm going full culty, I'm just using the flap in the front to make more Mormons. Do you burn Business it in like the front, the party in the back? touches the ground? No, but when you're done with these and they don't, like if they're worn out or whatever and you have to buy a new pair, you have to cut out all these little symbols that you see and burn the symbols. Oh, wow. It, like if you that's shit your garment, guilty. like that's got to happen gotta just wash at it. some point. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I'm burning way. mine. That way. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't blame you. But they are 40 bucks a pair. So keep that it's in mind. Straight up paganism. It's hilarious. <laughs> Joe, oh, you're yes. burning the no, garments so that you good. don't have. It's like the Catholic wait, Church. It's wait just... till you see this. Okay, oh, these are our temple clothes. Oh, Doo -doo -doo. wow. Oh, this is so, so funny. Sorry. Yes. No, it is funny. No, like I'm out. Baker. 
It's like yes, nursery we d- we costumes. actually call them we actually call them bakers hats. You're right on tonight. You have got like two out of two so far. <laughs> She's on it. Um, yes, they they call them bakers hats. They're funny and they keep changing things. Even though, um, if something's perfect and revelated from God, you would think it wouldn't change. But hey, whatever. Uh, the prophet seer and revelator gets new information, and they did exclude this let's slit our throats uh thing at the top there. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> The rest of them, they do. Um, also, we used to have to veil our faces as the women when the priesthood stuff was presented because we're not worthy to see it because we don't hold the priesthood. So therefore, you must veil your faces. And the guy at the front of the room says, all women, please now stand and veil your faces. And then you have to do it. Um and you've got your fig leaf apron and your one-sided robe. You can't really see this, but it drapes to one side, just like the OTO, verified by New York Patriot as well. Um, we just wear clothes underneath it and they go naked. I say the naked's funner, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. So it says so, signs and penalties. The fuck yes. is this? Melchizedek? So, <clears throat> the Melchizedek and Aaronic priesthood are the priesthoods that they receive as men. You cannot go to heaven and especially not the top heaven because Mormons are one uppers. And I'll tell you, they can never just have one heaven or hell. They like have three. And, and so, if you give more tithes, yeah. you go to the better heaven. Oh, and if you give lots of tithes and you're like up in the top of the church, you get the second anointing, which we haven't talked about. And then you can kill people and still go to heaven. So that's fun. Fuck me. Uh, How do I pass. get there? Do they openly speak of that in the church? Like no, no, no. Okay. No, absolutely not. No, it's like um, the Talmud. They don't say yeah, that no. the part. That I'm kind part of out loud. I'm interested about punishments, though. Yes. So when they say women veil your faces, what if you so, go? What if you just like uh, snuck a peek? You know what would happen? I mean, you go to hell. They're not doing. Yeah, they're not doing anything too secretive. They're just talking about the priesthood. But like, you still can see through it. It's just, it's just symbolic. Yes. And then they took it out. Because they were like, mm, God said that's nothing anymore, just like the top one. So the penalty is you'd slit your throat from ear to ear before you speak of like what I'm doing right now. That's a Masonic you, oath as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, so this picture and up your in belly, the... spill your bells. Right. Yeah. All the good stuff. But so, no one ever yes. did that. Right. I mean, did you see anybody uh, do anything like that? Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't see that, but yes, Go they on. did practice. Uh, blood atonement is a real thing. And yes, they practiced it. And many people were actually, I have a whole bunch of quotes because I'm doing a new series on Patreon about blood atonement. And it was very well practiced in the Mormon church until let's see what year they, so if you, if you committed adultery, apostasy, like what I'm doing right now, like going against church, murder, sex, immorality, which I don't even know, like they were having a hundred wives. Why would you even care about that? Um, or sex with black people definitely can't do that. Oh, then those are all punishable. Yeah. Because well, they have the mark. I mean, not of Cain either. That's, I just posted a video about this. They have the ultimate mark. It's all over their body. (laughs) Yeah, they they do. That's what uh, Mormons believe is that there was in the in the war in heaven when the third of the angels fell, the the people that didn't side with the angels or with like God one way or another, they were called fence sitters. And until I was like probably 20, my grandpa called all black people fence sitters um, because then they got better than porch monkeys, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, fence sitter, porch monkey, it kind of (laughs) is. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of, I think they came one from another, if you get my uh, point there. But anyways, <laughs> they say they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So they got cursed with the skin of black, not brown, not the mark of Cain. 
This is specifically to black people. And Brigham Young was extremely racist. Now, Joseph Smith wasn't. He was actually an abolitionist. Yeah. He, well, and I think that might have been why they kind of offed him. Um, I think he was murdered a lot by not just the Masons, uh, but also his own people because he was Smith? an abolitionist. Yeah. Got it. I think they did him in because he he actually gave the priesthood to a black person as well. And that did not it. It didn't go. He's like, hold on. I've been channeling stuff for the good of this is not what I signed up for. They're like, and it's time to get a new leader. So I I have so many questions, obviously, but before I forget and it leaves my fucking dumb brain, this upper right hand picture of (laughs) you can always interrupt me. I don't care. (laughs) These people Um, raising their hands like Pentecostals with these weird things. Is that does that happen to this day? Yes. Oh, do not. Okay, listen, I'm going to give you people some good advice that that are listening out there. If someone that you know is Mormon and they say, oh, you're having this hard time and they don't say we'll pray for you, what they say instead is we'll put your name on the temple list. Okay, what you see up in this corner with their hands raised is the temple list. They put the temple list and print it off and put it in a book. And then the people come up and chant Three times they raise their hands and say, oh, God, hear the words of my mouth. Oh, God, hear the words of my mouth. You keep my name out your fucking mouth, Mormons. You hear me? Yep. Don't put the name on the list. Say no. Just say no. You have to agree to these things. It's kind of like vampires, right? Like, don't invite them in. Also also very occult again. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So don't do that. And then also our other signs and symbols to get in these signs and penalties. I'm going to go to the next slide because it shows it even better. And these are not black aprons. They're green. It's just the photo. Um, But go here. These are not the temple signs, but the people that are Mormon will recognize these well because there's a sign. Mason Mason signs. Yeah. Yes. So we don't do two of them, but the other three we do. The bottom one, like for example, the real grip of the master Mason or the lion's paw, he just changed it to the true sign of the nail. So you're you're putting your finger where the wrist was, where the nail went through his hand. And so you have to give these signs at the curtain when you're done with all this crazy stuff you're doing in the temple to try and get your endowments. You're going through an Adam and Eve ceremony, like you're reenacting things. Um, you get your apron from Lucifer. I'll get to that point in a minute. Uh, anyway, after you get there, you're going to go to fake heaven and you get a new name, which is also Masonic. And... My husband got a new name. Well, he tells his new name after he does these signs to get past the angels and sentinels that stand at heaven's gate through the curtain that is cut like a a square and compass. You put your hand through and you do these with someone else that's fake God. And then you tell him your name, your new name that you got Uh that day. And I thought Uh it was super special. Like I was Uh super, I was so happy about this, right? Um, I was like, oh, yay, this is a special thing. And I'm so happy that this is my new name. And it's just for me. And then I was like, Grandma, what if I forget my special new name? And she's like, oh, don't worry, you just call the temple and tell them what day you went through. I'm like, not my name. And she's like, no, not your name. You just call and tell them the day you went through. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because everybody gets the same name that day. <laughs> oh my god oh also so, that's again very occult like uh yes. the witchcraft thing when you become a witch or whatever you choose a, a witch name for yourself that different differentiates you from your regular person so it's almost like a what do they call that uh disassociation or something mm-hmm. where they you, you or have a invoking name. or invoking an entity that's my right. guess but yeah. yeah um and by the way when they're doing this oh well i'll get to that part in a minute it's super fun hold on let me finish with these <laughs> this has all been so fun 
I'm so glad. I always like to bring it with a little bit of humor if I can. I had Not no idea we had 501c3. <laughs> we have we have non uh nonprofit organized cults living among us everywhere. There's probably fucking four of them in our general area. It sounds right now. like he was trying to make the Masonic initiation into yes. a church thing for people. No, he did. This oh is my exactly gosh. what this You're is. You're three for three. You're you are doing so good. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so he went through and got his Masonic rites, and exactly six weeks later, he made the Mormon temple ceremony. You are right on. You've got this. You would have been one of Joseph's wives. I was going to say, Ugh. so that that would make it Definitely. seem probable that the, the Masons <laughs> actually did off him, because that is their oath, that if he gives any of the secrets out, they off you. And he's kind of well, just doing that under and different names. he name. brought women. He let women do it. You think that they thought that that was okay? They don't even Cardinal do that sin. now. No. Yeah, they don't do that now. And so he's giving these signs and symbols to women. I can't even imagine back then what that was about. Like he, and then he did it with a black guy, like, oh, you can come too. He was just inviting everybody to the party, and that does not go over well back then. And so, yeah, that it just didn't. And I'm pretty sure that's what got him killed. Um, this is a fun little diagram of the, underneath the Salt Lake City Temple. Um, of course, it's not anything weird. I mean, psh, like, we don't need all the lunar phases and months underneath the temple and represented like astrologically at all, because it doesn't say to do that in the Bible at all. I mean, well, whatever. The Bible is only correct in as much as it's translated correctly. I mean, the that Bible does say tell you. that they're up there for signs and symbols and seasons and all that. Maybe that's what they're going for, but man. Right. Yeah. Worship. Yeah. All these fun things. Okay. So, and they have the pillars and it, it's all Masonic. It's really fun. It's it's like a Colt and Mason had a baby. And then, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. Um, all these books are really old and they are out of print. Currently, this is a Salt Lake Temple, but currently it is undergoing re uh, renovations and they are covering these signs up. They there need new tunnels. Stones, moonstones, cloud stones. Um, the Big Dipper, th th they're all over all of these temples. I don't even know why they're covering them up. Like full on across the street at the um, LDS Church History Building, they used to have a pentagram on the building. It was awesome. Wow. Um, but they took it off. Yeah. They're just wrecking everything. They're wrecking all my fun. I don't know. How evil um, of the culty occult to have occulty things on their cult. And hide them better, cultier. <laughs> oh, I just remembered another thing, a brain fart that I was going to ask you about. Is it true that Mormons think that when you die or whenever, whatever the fuck they think, that you get your own planet? Is that the, the space oh, people one? We will definitely talk about it. But Kolob is, um, we gotta, we'll go past this and I'll tell you about Yeah, okay. it's real. Yep. Um, so Satan's apron. Um, in the Satan, Satan comes in through the temple ceremony and he's wearing a dark apron. It's like black. And before 1960, Satan would like come out and they would like do this as a play. Now it's a movie and it's kind of boring, but um, he used to come out and like have a cape and he would like come out and say, what do you need? And Adam's praying for God's help. This is who answers is Satan. And so Satan says, Hey, I can help you, but you're kind of naked. So here's this apron and you should wear it. Cause God's going to know what you did. Cause you're naked. And he was like, yeah, thank you. And then, so everybody has to stand and put on your apron that Lucifer gave you. Cause yeah, I don't know. To cover um, your ding dong. Because you should take things that Satan gives you right. and then yeah, it's a yeah, good idea. celebrate them. <laughs> and so also it used to look like this. Um, this is his actual Masonic uh, apron, Joseph Smith. And my great grandma verified to me 
that this is what they used to look like before because she's like these these green ones are ugly i used to have a cool one with stars and stuff and i was like like this she's like yeah so much better then so um yep he gives us those in the temple ceremony uh let's see they also i don't know if you know this made their own money they had their own banks and good old joseph ran for president so that also mm. probably got him killed that didn't um, pan out no, this is a copy of the Nokian alphabet on the top. And on the bottom are the characters that are from the Book of Mormon translation from Joseph Smith. They tried to have this legitimized by a scholar and they took it to him and he legitimized it as quote unquote uh, reformed Egyptian. And then afterward, he said, mm, I didn't know you got this from channeling things. Take my name off. And so he was like, I don't know who you are, but I'm not giving your stuff back. So it's mine now. And that's why we have a copy of it. So they look really similar. I mean, for the audience, you can't see, but there's just a couple of repetitive things on it. And otherwise it looks very similar. So. Yeah. And Reformed. also for the audio listeners, this is a very visual uh, presentation. So it will be on Rockfin and YouTube if you want to go check out the video version. Carry on. Awesome. So I do definitely believe he got these channeled from somewhere. This is my favorite fun story is the Book of Abraham. So this used to be in the Book of Mormon. And when I was young, I would just be fascinated with this photo because church was boring. And I was like, this isn't boring. This is badass. And so I would just stare at it and come to find out he bought these off of a traveling mummy salesman. You heard me correctly. He bought two mummies what? and some parchments. <laughs> um, yeah, some dead people. I and think I just so, found my new calling in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. That. And then he um, said this was actually the story of Abraham and Isaac, but actually it's not. It's somebody's death like notice. Like uh, later on, the Egyptian people were like, mm, no, that actually is for somebody's funeral. What are you doing with that? And so it got real sticky. And now the church is like, mm, that was a blip. I don't know. Maybe that's why they changed to LDS. I'm not there, sure. There's so many of these things with <laughs> churches and religions and shit where there's weird moments of strangeness. They're just like, meh. Oh, it was just one thing. Don't worry about that yeah. one. That's so fine. many strange. And that is the fun on there that I brought. But I will tell you all about Kolob. And I just posted the movie about Kolob the other day. I found it and it's hilarious. What's the movie and called? If, it, if it's... I'm not sure, but I'll repost it tonight and then you can grab it. Um, and so it's this little cartoon and I don't know what it's called because they took it down and hit it everywhere. But guess what? It's on TikTok. <laughs> I found it and it was so funny. It's this Everything's on blue TikTok. cartoon. Oh, it's great. And for six minutes, I just laughed the whole six minutes. It's a six minute clip telling you all about Kolob and how you'll get your own wives and you'll have these spirit babies and then you have to, you know, populate your planet. And then so later the church just did this. We never said that. What do you mean? And I was like, no, no, I, I, I know because I went to four years of seminary and I went to school church my whole life. And I know that I was going to get my own planet. And they were like, no, you didn't. And I was like, what? And they were like, what? And that was all. That's such a great defense for anything. Yeah. You just say, no, didn't happen. Totally didn't false. Happen. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a government. And so that's what they did. And they just said it never happened, but it did. And 
Um, basically their story is we all live a premortal existence. And so before we came to earth, we lived with God and God was not always God. God was just a man like any other. Joseph Smith is quoted as God was just a man as any other, and you will elevate and rise to Godhood as well. So you can get your own planet, just like he made us here on this planet. And you can have your spirit wives and make spirit children so that they can come down to the little peasants on the earth and have babies. So all these women have all these babies, whether they're equipped for it or not, as far as mentally, physically, uh, monetarily, they really don't care. They keep telling you, you've got to bring your spirit children down because they're up in heaven waiting for you. They've already pre-picked you. You're already their mother. I'd so they're not. waiting. Yeah, you got to do it. Hmm. I, I'm starting <laughs> so you to think I'm not people. cut out for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it, it's a lot. You got to really be dedicated because also the kids have kids meeting. The dads have dads meeting. The moms have moms meeting. That's all on different days of the week. Then you got family home evening on Mondays. Then you have to check in on your neighbors once a month and go give them a little lesson. And then oh, you lost me there. The, fun things. the whole oh, yeah. having to Is go that check in on door your to door? No, checking nope, that's not even, nope, not even that yet. Nope. The door to door are people that dedicate their lives for two years as missionaries. They can't date. They can't go live their life. They can't, uh, they can't be in a room alone with the opposite sex. They can't go swimming, anything like this for two full years of their life. They go door knocking and they have to pay for it themselves. And they have, they get rejected like 99% of the time. So on top of not yeah. having any sex or any sort of connection with anyone, they're also no. getting rejected by almost every single person they interact with. It, it sounds like a awesome. monk life. Like what happens monk. to oh. those people after that? Are they just like full cult after two years or so do they bail? These are, these are kids usually. So they do mm -hmm. this at the most impressional time of your life and they ruin people's lives because these are kids that should be going like my nephew was supposed to have a baseball scholarship and he's like, no, no, I got to go on a mission. And then he didn't go back to college. And Fuck. this happens all, all the time. And they, they lowered the age to 18 now. So from 18 to 20 for boys, but not for women, women have to go at 21 because then you're an old maid. If you made it to 21 and you're not married, like then you can go. Because You must not be cute enough to get a husband. Oh, Christ. Cause we all get married early <laughs> we get married as soon as we get out of high school that, i didn't even that's make it the out mormon's of high way right younger the better yeah I, I, like? I did have a question for you when you yeah. were talking about them saying you know no no we didn't tell you that and you're yeah. like yeah you fucking did did you yeah. check with other people that had that same story to validate yeah, is this it? a mandela effect it's, yep. it's those it's those type Such of things idea. right there where i go even if you fucking know the, the very fact that they're like, no, we never said that. It's like, mm -hmm. it can drive you crazy. So then you talk to other yeah. people and they're like, yeah, they fucking did. You're like, okay, yeah. I thought I was yep. right. Everybody's like, what do you mean that didn't happen? And like, I, I'm around a lot of Exmos. We call us Exmos because we're out. <laughs> and <laughs> You should be called that's, Sexmos. Yeah. Sexmo. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we have more fun for sure without those underwear. I mean, let's be real. Like, those are not sexy. Like, ugh. I don't know. Uh, Everybody's got their uh, thing. Oh, uh, you know, you know, some dude, kink. you know, a That's bunch a of dudes in the kink. church are like, mm, I love that onesie. Uh, yeah, Is that a fresh know. one? It's extra white and non-poopy. <laughs> so if, if they, them. Yeah. yeah, it's there's zero wrinkles. <laughs> so if they, if they deny that that whole thing about the planets or whatever, that they ever said that, what is the current Mormon view on life after death or what happens? Oh, you still, you still get you 72 still get... virgins? 
you get well that's with the collab they they don't really say that anymore that that uh, went with the collab but it was a little they, too they close say, to islam so they're I was like say, yeah, Isn't that i think it freaked them out yeah i think it freaked <laughs> them out i think that basically they just say now like you'll have multiple heavenly wives and you will populate your you will be why is that heaven these spirit children yeah who are these people that think that that's heaven I I def I'll say this. I'm a woman and I'm difficult. I wouldn't want two of me, let alone twenty of me or hundreds of me. That's horrible. I wouldn't want to go there. I would sin for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know do who's that. making up these stories that think that that's something to look forward to. People who think their wives are going to be loyal subjects to them. Yeah. They're, they're going to be mm. obedient. They're not going to rebel. They're just going Why don't to they do just whatever say 20 they wish. Slaves. Yeah, that is what they're saying. They should have thought. In the same way. They should have yeah. thought. I think. I think it's more attractive if it has like long hair and looks nice. I don't know. And boobs and but, the gene. Yeah. Boobs, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, wow, who doesn't like boobs? You, you know somebody <laughs> at the top. You know somebody at the top was like, "Hold on a second, we can't do seventy-two versions. Islam already has that, and those guys blow themselves up to kill people. We have to do it in secret. Yeah. We can't. We can't. Yeah. And they're inbred, and we're inbred, and it starts getting. It starts getting well, dicey, literally. And then they're like, <laughs> "Oh, maybe." Maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. Like maybe hmm. we should change our thing. And then they just did. And everybody was like, wait, I, I learned about this. And it's not just me. Anybody that's around my age is like, no, that that happened. And then so, they're just like, no. So you said that the red flags, you know, they unfurled rather slowly. Um, yeah. So what was it then as you were getting older? Uh, obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, well, uh, so then you sure. look back and you're like, fuck, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see it then. Oh, so well, what, what was it for you as you went that finally was like the last straw to accept all of these flags that you went, oh, my God? I was always pretty. Um, so my life was weird because my mom and dad were a mess. So I ended up living with my grandma. So I was kind of in this well, we can call it normal, but I was a ward of the court when nobody gave a shit about their kids, like in the nineties, early nineties. Um, and that didn't happen. Like they didn't take away people's kids really back then. Um, we all just did our own thing, but it was that bad. And so my, and then my dad went to prison and so it was a whole big thing. And then I went to go live with my grandma. That's where all the indoctrination started. And so I did see some normalcy in my earlier years. And I think maybe I never quite a hundred percent bought in because I was already thinking for myself, which is dangerous in that whole thing. And, um, then when we were sitting in the temple, remember, this is your best day ever. When you are four years old, you get up on the stand in front of everyone on fast and testimony meeting on the first Sunday of the month. And you say, I'd like to bear my testimony. And I know this church is true. And Joseph Smith was a true prophet. And I'd like to thank God for my mom and dad and blah, blah, blah. And then you say, okay, amen. All right. So then you I'll... sit down. I, I don't know what child knows what testimony means at four years old. Like, Correct. That that's a mom talking in your ear. And so all of this is indoctrinated from youth. It's and then I Oh, it's so bad. And then when you get to be a teenager, they start doing this. They're like, you don't want to taint yourself and not be pure because if you do a sexual sin, it's just uh, almost the, the same fear. as murder. Oh, it's, and it's real quick interjection. Yeah, yeah, real quick interjection on that. Is that true that butt sex is not considered a sexual sin? No, it, it it's sin. Yeah, okay. no, they would still. But myth busting. But if they asked you and they just said, did you have sex? I could see somebody being like, no, <laughs> I, I mean, what do, what do you call sex? Like, I, 
I mean, so I'm sure that's how they got out of it. Because even masturbation is like a sin. If you even think wrong, it's a sin. Oh, I would so, think like, anal you know, would be yeah. a sin then too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. if you go to the to the bishop's office, you're only going to do this twice before you become a professional liar. Because they they say, oh, you masturbated. And they've got their like little paper and they're like writing as you're talking. They're like, and tell me they're, about it in detail. Yes, they're like, I need to know exactly what no. you did and exactly how you did it. And exactly, I was kidding, but Jesus. No, 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 no. No, this is real. And so if you made out with Johnny on Saturday night and had to go talk to the bishop and you didn't even go the whole way, they have to know in detail. They're making notes in your folder. They're talking. You like get in trouble. You can't take the sacrament for so long. Like it's a whole big thing. You're alone in a room with a 45-year-old man as a 13-year-old girl and you're telling him all of your sexual sin. So for a dude, that would be weird because he'd be like, so you made out with this that girl. Okay. <laughs> but multiple yeah. choice here, A, B, C, or D. Did you get a quarter chub, half chub, full chub, or a raging no. boner? Boner. Yeah. Did it feel inherently wrong like, when you're telling oh, these things? Doesn't so it feel that, just like this is not where I'm meant to be? Something's wrong here. Oh, it was gross. And so what you do is you learn to be a professional liar. After that, you yep, are That's pure, a sin too, though. Uh, you are, but it's way better. You're just like, I am perfect <laughs> in every way. And I don't ever Except let Johnny touch me. Yeah. Well, you because, know, it's, you, it's funny because yeah. when you go to church and this is always an argument that everybody I know who's ever been to church has always said, you show up with your Sunday face on. Yeah. And what is that Sunday face? It's hallelujahs, God is great, everything's fine. And everybody in that church is knows, like, no, that guy's going through some shit. I don't know why he's saying God, like, he's definitely not thinking that right now. At least and be when real get, with me, bro. Yeah, and then when you get mm -hmm. used to it, you, that's exactly what happens, is you start to go, lying is better. Because yeah. the church doesn't want to have to hear or deal with a public scene or sin or whatever. So they hope, they hope that you come in on Sunday and go, I'm fucking good. I didn't wank at all this. Isn't yes. that funny, and, though, that, that those same thing. people will go to church and be like, hallelujah, when they're like, lying is a terrible sin. And they're like, hallelujah, yeah, brother. Don't lie. And then don't go around lie. the rest yeah. of the day. Oh, lying we don't hallelujah. We have to be super quiet. No, no. We you do like, raise hands, though, right? Like mm, cornhole. We only raise. We only raise our hands to the square when we're putting someone like if they're like, OK, Johnny is going to be the bishop. Do you support that? Yes, that's it. You don't. Oh, get so a, it's more of like a Heil Hitler than a. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. You gotta shut up, and you—if your kids are crying, you better shut them up. Like I, I mean, mean, I agree maybe, with that. Maybe <laughs> nobody's gonna tell you that, but like they're gonna give you the look, and then they have like a special room for nursing mothers. That's where the baby criers go because you gotta get them out of there. So, and it's Good. a three-hour-long. This is three-hour-long church. This is from nine to twelve Ew. or one to every four Sunday or yep, and they Ugh. changed it because people were like, okay. This is a we lot. have to pee. They're like, yeah. wrap it up, Slappy. We got kickoff. Yeah. Like, I got jerk yep. offs to go do. Nope. I mean, not nope. jerk offs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're like, nope, none of that. You can't remember. You can't do hardly anything. So it's okay. Going to church for three hours is safe. I mean, he's like, yeah, I was at Starbucks. I mean, the Pepsi uh -uh. place. <laughs> and then they're like, by the way, pick up some pharmaceuticals on the way home because we own stock in that as well. And everybody <laughs> should get the thing that cured everybody in 2020 because that's what they told their people. Brought to they you got by up Pfizer. in church. Yes, they got up in church and said, even your children, even you, you need to go be good members and go get it immediately. Okay, I autom I'm out. I was yeah. considering yeah. joining the LDS and I'm out now. Yeah. I really yeah. want those red underwear though. Yeah, they're sexy. 
Uh, we looked them up. Me and me and Paranoid American. You can buy them on eBay. Oh, Ooh. are they used? So, um, nope, they're in a package. Brand oh, new. Lame. Done. Halloween I'm out. costume Jacked for them. next year. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you can make. I've seen them and they're hilarious. You can do that with a marker. <laughs> they're oh, yeah. great. Get an old baptismal suit and draw it up on it. I mean, all it looks like is like pantaloons from the 1800s or 1700s, yeah. but like it's just like dorky underwear. Like, did they check to make sure people but... were wearing these? Like, did they actually look under their clothes? Like... You can tell, dude. You can oh. tell. You can see the line. Unless you're wearing oh. a dress, you can see the pant line, the little seam. Everybody knows who's a good Mormon and not. I'm and gonna by the check way, my coworker next time I see him. You can see it <laughs> right, but right above their knee. And also for women, just fun fact: you cannot wear under wear underneath these. So if you're having your lady problems, that's just tough shit for you. And Are they anti tampons? Uh, no, but you cannot have anything else like touching like the garment underneath. It has oh, to be the first garment. thing that touches your skin, and so you have to put the bra over the top of it. And hope your boobs don't fall out. Wait, all do you day put the you tampon over the top of it? How does that work? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not the tamp. No, but oh, there's okay. no way a pad is staying in place in that. That's Joe, a whole disaster. It's just all like this. So how long did I'm you wear curious. this? this how long did you have it. to wear it? Um, so I went through in nineteen ninety-six and I got out when I was thirty-four. So when was it was like probably sixteen years. Oh, you just aged yourself. Wow. Uh oh. Oh no, I'll cut I'm that 48. out if you want. I'm 48. Oh, okay. I don't care. I'll be 48 this year. Yeah, I'm a grandma. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I know you have you Mormon have... babies. What's that? I said, do you have Mormon babies? Ben, sorry. Oh, I yeah. Cut you off. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I have a, yeah, you have six kids. Yeah, we're good Mormons. What are you talking huh? about? <laughs> are they all wearing We were trying to, trying to bring down all the kids from heaven. No, he I... had some and I had some and we had one. So was that? I, I noticed that you have tattoos. What is uh that's a no no. That was I all I was gonna later. say. Yeah, no, you can't is do that, that does that come from the whole Leviticus thing about piercing their skins through with many sorrows and all that shit? They they are really funny even about piercing your ears. Like yeah. my grandma never even got her ears pierced. I mean they're but weird some about of them coffee. are more Yeah, but I will tell you they are like the Kardashians of like religion because they're like Oh, Gina, she better. It's like Stepford Wives. Like everybody has to look perfect. Your house better always be clean. When you go to the temple, if you don't have the like designer temple bag, people notice. Um, like it's a whole thing. Status. It actually is. Guess guess what it's called? Symbols. How funny is that? That's the best. Wow. That bag is called symbols wow. that you go to the temple with. That's fancy. So I mean, super delightful. Yeah, yeah. They were smart. I mean, that's smart. Like, so it's not keep, that keeping up with the Joneses. It's keeping up with the Smithses and the Youngses. Yeah. yeah. The Youngses. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. The, like, I don't even know, Taylors. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it, it's it's a whole thing. And if if you don't have like what everybody else has, it's like, it's kind of everybody knows. Like, it, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. And so, and they know who gives their biggest ties. Like they're very, it's very, so that's where we'll plug into the second anointment anointing. So the second anointing is like, I told you that was the first, okay. What all that stuff I told you about going through the curtain and your handshakes and all the shit you did. And by the way, I was naked at one point. I forgot that part. Um, <clears throat> they don't do that anymore because people also said we don't like that. <laughs> so they're like, here's your poncho. And I'm like, where's the rest? of the poncho <laughs> and they're like no no you'll get a blessing first i'm like oh my gosh because it's super short and i was way pregnant 
So like covered nothing. And then you sit down and I was thinking, man, this bench is shitty. Like this is like the worst bench ever. You're sitting there. It's cold. You're like, why? what is going on with this bench? Like they have nicest furniture ever in here. It's fancy everywhere. They give me this rock bench to sit. It's an altar. I didn't know. <laughs> um, so I know now that was fun. Um, so <laughs> then you get, you get your blessing from a lady. And I was so indoctrinated at the time. I was like, where's the guy? Like, why Tell us about here? the blessing. What do they do with that? Yeah. So they come in, nothing sexual, but you're just naked. It's very awkward. You have the poncho and they come in through Seems the pretty poncho. pretty sexual to me. And bless your loins so that you can have babies. Like oh, here, naked on an altar and they're blessing your loins. Yeah, nothing yes. sexual. Oh, and yeah. your, uh, what are they? Sinews. Yeah, sinews. That's a gross loins word. Sinews. <laughs> yeah. So Sinew. that is what they do. And then you go go to the rest of it. Like I was telling you, you get your new underwear then. You can put them on. Okay, so that's um, first anointing. The fuck yeah. do they do for second? So All the way. there's a secret thing. <laughs> Makes you wonder. I don't know where their <laughs> symbols are for that. But I kind of maybe think what you're thinking because honestly, it's only for men and uh, they get it and they can do any sin after that. If they get the second anointing, like you can murder in God's name and they, they're fine with it. If you blood atone someone and you slit them from neck to neck, that's fine. Can you start so a new religion ahead. after the second anointing? Ooh, mm. maybe that's not a, that, that probably is a no, but who that's knows? Like the, that's I like know the you sin can, against the Holy Ghost. I know you can, grape, you can grape people, you know, that one word that we won't say, but yeah, you can do all kinds of things. Yeah. Wait, what one word? Grape. <laughs> you know. You can grape people. <laughs> I don't know what you want to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> grape. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you can say on here. Um. Anyway, uh, but, and what do you have to do yeah, to get the second uh, anointing again? So it's only men, and um, they Naturally. are basically the men. Yeah, that are either the quorum of the twelve or the quorum of the seventy. All of them high up, or maybe you gave a lot of money. <laughs> okay, you gave a lot of. money. You can pay for that second anointing. Um, that's... So you don't want to be married to one of them. Well, if you were. It might be you would never get out. You wouldn't be lucky. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you could get out. I mean, that's not uh, unlike anything else. If you have enough money, you can get away with whatever. So yeah, yeah. It's also sure. like a lot of other secret societies. Once you get up to a certain level, it's just like the mafia. You're not getting out of there alive. Mm -mm. Like connections no, all not. over the world, people that are high up that you've never seen. It's like if they can do anything. They're sending somebody to blood atone you if you try to get oh, yeah. out. I mean, the founder well, didn't actually, get out. Actually, they did, and, and they called the Danites. They were called right. Danites or Brighamites. Mm -hmm. No, what they, but but uh, the, they had their own army of people that were um, enforcers, hmm. and they would come kill people. And they were called Danites or Brighamites. Um, when Joseph Smith died, then they were Brighamites because Brigham took over. They <laughs> renounced this and said that they no longer do this, um, but not until... Oh, they didn't just totally gaslight and say, we never did that ever. They were like, no, we don't do that do anymore. It. They killed people and it was documented in books. So they is were that, like... Mm. Is that like one of those young kid uh, things that they do? Like, like instead of the boogeyman, they're like, hey, don't fucking touch that cookie or you might see a Brighamite tonight. The Danites are coming. <laughs> Yeah, yes. the Briggy Man. The Briggy Man. <laughs> the Briggy Man. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Bloody nah, Brigham will get you. He even wore a bloodstone. He didn't wear um the Jupiter talisman. He actually exchanged that for the bloodstone. He wore a bloodstone all the time. He enjoyed um, he, his uh, job. Yeah, he did. He killed 124 women and children, 
pioneers trying to cross Utah with the Native Americans and then blamed it on them. And then whatever kids were seven and under, they took and raised them as their own. They did that. Even though they were a different color? Um, No, no. But they did take those kids, too. This was pioneers trying to cross, and then they were Uh, with the natives, and so they blamed it all on the natives. Um, Uh, Oh, okay. He did it. Sounds um, like the fashionable ones. Yeah, yeah. They so he took seven and under. Army. And yeah, yeah. Baker Fancher Party. You can look this up. Um, also, they did some fun things. Like there are quotes from Brigham Young saying, we need to take this time to buy, yeah, buy up all the Native children so that we can take them and make them more white and delightsome. That's a quote. Delightsome. Right. That's white, such a white. creepy fucking word. Yeah. Yeah. Only because in the context of what you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. But they did that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) do we have to do a part two on this? Ben and Lene have to go. So (laughs) we we have to do a part two because we didn't really get to what your red flags were and like how you came out of that. So that'll make a great part two that we can start off. Is there a quick story that you can tell really quick? Yes, it's actually it's actually not as amazing, but I will give a better story later. But my husband um, had started showing me. He said, before you think about going back to this, I just want you to watch this YouTube. He shows it to me. There's a guy named New Name Noah. His real name is now out and I can't remember what it is, but he went by New Name Noah and he wore the Google glasses in the temple and he recorded it all. He recorded it all, all of all of the creepy things. And that's where the pictures come from. And I have like the videos and everything. It's great. And then the church sued him and he got in deep shit. But like, I didn't know that he put that online and then they put a Mason ceremony with it. And then they put it all together and put it out. And my husband's like, just watch this. He is my boyfriend then. And I was like, you need to put that in the link because I need to watch this. Oh, I they took it so much down. Like uh, I, I was trying to Rumble or Odyssey, but I or... have it. I can send it to you. I okay. I downloaded it. Yeah. I'll put files. it on Rockfin. Rockfin. <laughs> so was your yeah, boyfriend? Um, it. was he a Mormon as well, or was he outside? He was. The... So he was. He but he, was he got out. Thinker. He yeah. was like, okay, you know what? This is fucky. I don't like this. Yeah. And how he old was were a redhead. You? Yeah. He was sixteen. Um, when he got out, he was smarter than me. And then we met when I was like in my thirties, and we both were like. Uh, you know dating whatever but then he just said i think you better find out what you do before you go back and do it some more like it's bad my parents are in he's like my parents are in my whole family's in but this is like really bad and also after i got out i'll tell you that story because it ends up with a court case cps and i got sued my family has completely cut me off yeah all right that will make a great um, springboard for the next one then awesome it gets bad yeah well i'm I'm and to this day i don't yeah, I don't have any um, family except my mom and my kids, and they're all out. Everyone's out, and good. they're baptized just good. to good. God, no, non-denominational. Yeah. Perfect. So, spoiler yes, alert: it has so. a happy ending, but I want to hear all yes. the dirty details as to how you oh, got here. Oh, it's dirty. <laughs> I'm, here, yeah, it's I'm dirty. here for the murders, the polyamory. <laughs> I want to hear all of it. Yes. Um, oh, you well, got Do you have it, anything babe. to to plug before you get out of here? Any specific sure. links? Send yeah. them to me as well, and I'll put them in the notes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm Heidi Love. I'm at the Unfiltered Rise anywhere podcasts are served. I do have Unfiltered Rise at Patreon. Uh, we are starting our Blood Atonement series. The first one is done and we did do another one on Brigham. In that series, we will be covering all the murders that involve any person that was affiliated with Mormonism. Nice. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I did <laughs> so, want to ask, I was going to ask at the beginning, is Heidi Love, L-U-V, your real name? Because it sounds like a stripper it, name. Yeah, it's my name. It actually, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I my parents. Yeah, it's okay. okay. No, I, I'm like I said, I'll be 48 this year. So I was born in 76. So my parents were raging hippies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <Peace> <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. That makes more and sense, so actually. That's, yeah, that's my middle name. Yep. Heidi All Lund. right. Well, thank you so much. We'll have you back on soon because I, I'll actually uh, probably in the next month or so because we have yeah, kind of an open perfect. schedule. So yeah, we can awesome. we can part two this and hear about the uh, the other side of this story. But uh, yeah. for all the Mormons out there, I'm very sorry if this offended you. Actually, not really. You can. How would you like no. to suck my butt? We yeah. hope it opened your eyes a little bit. Maybe take yeah. a mm -hmm. deeper look into what you're doing every day and mm -hmm. take off that weird onesie and see how your balls feel. I don't know. It's going to yeah. feel better. Wear boxer briefs, bro. Yeah, I don't have balls, but it feels better. Feels better on the lips. Yes, everything's better. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for coming on, and we will see you next week. I'm the city. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.